Welcome to the Tyranny EdTech Podcast, Episode 2. Uh, I'm Derek Burns, Chief Marketing Officer for Tierney. I'm your host, and joining me today, as he did in the first episode, is Ryan Siemens, Director of New Product Sales. Welcome, Ryan. Thanks for having me again, Derek. You're very welcome. Uh, before we get into today's topic, I just want to recap for people, uh, since we're brand new here, it's only episode two, a uh, little bit of what we're about. This this podcast series is is really a focus on new products for the K-12 ed tech space. So some of these products will apply to higher ed, um, but but most of them really focused on that K-12 space. Uh, we're not going to have any regular cadence. Uh, we're not going to fill time. We're just going to bring um, important or, or interesting information when we have it and whatever time that fills, we want to keep it fresh and, and keep it relevant. So um, we're going to really be focused on new products. I think that's, that's you know, again, at the core of what we want to accomplish, but this is not going to be a sales pitch. Uh, we believe in the power of choice for schools. Uh, our mission is to provide schools with tools that help teachers teach and students learn. But ultimately, you know, we want to present things that are new solutions and let, let the listeners decide, is this something that's going to work for my classroom or my school or my district? Uh, and if it does, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. So just want to basically be presenting options. Um, so full disclosure, Tierney, uh, we are a national ed tech provider. We're an authorized dealer for, for many different products. Uh, and in addition to the products we offer, we also offer um, design and integration, professional development, and technical support. But um, so, so that's who we are. Uh, but again, we, we thought this would be a good fun series just to have a conversation uh, with Ryan and others uh, talking about what's new in the K-12 ed tech space. So with that, let's talk about our topic for episode two. And that is voice amplification. So um, something that you know before you before you click the stop or the delete button on this podcast, um, because it's not frankly the most um, sexy topic. It's not as attention grabbing as something like interactive flat panels or STEM tools or virtual reality. It is important, and there are some really cool um, technologies that we're going to talk about today that specifically, and I think it's timely with the, the pandemic and return to school and masks and things like that, um, there's some really compelling technologies. So let's just kick it off first, Ryan. Um, and and I, I guess even before COVID, it's important to note that of all the different technologies that, that are out there for, for the K-12 ed tech space, I would say it's 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 not even debatable. The the product category that has the most science and data backing and linking student achievement with technology is voice amplification. Um, can you just touch on that briefly before we get down to specifics and just and just maybe you know you don't have to read specific study results. I mean, we maybe we can link some of those, but just give people a little little overview of that. Yeah, Derek. Yeah. And we can provide, you know, resources and case studies for that. But, you know, as we know, there's a lot of instructional tech <clears throat> technology and strategies that are used um, that provide, you know, engagement to the customer. Um, they supply the teacher with data to be able to drive um, lesson design and, and accommodations for students, et cetera. But um, there is a lot of research and data around um, audio and voice amplification in the classroom. And I would also say it's kind of transcending into the hybrid and remote learning space as well, which I'll talk a little bit more about. But yeah, it, it, there's just a lot of data that basically, you know, it's it seems so simple, 
uh, but it's extremely powerful. If, if you hear the teacher well, you'll be able to better understand, comprehend uh, that content. You'll be able to um, hear the information and listen in a way that you can uh, respond with applicable questions if you need to. So hearing and, and listening is, is essential in the classroom. You know, also there's studies uh, around not only, you know, traditional students uh, being able to, to have, um, you know, more comprehension and in, 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 in better, better test scores and, and all that stuff, but it's really uh, also for teachers' vocal loads. You know, uh, pre-COVID, teachers were not wearing masks and their vocal load or, or, you know, they talk a lot, right? I'm a former teacher. It feels like you're talking all day long, helping helping students and, and that can um, that can wane on you, you know, in, in your in your voice. So uh, voice amplification also supplies teachers um, with the ability to speak at a conversational level, but for all students to hear them uh, in the classroom and remotely. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of this weird thing where if you're if you're a speaker or you're someone a teacher who's certainly used to being in front of uh, people, and you never think you need it. <laughs> you always think that oh, I you know I have my teaching voice, I'm loud. But if you're in the audience, um, uh, you know, just anecdotally, it makes a huge difference. A little bit of voice lift makes a big difference because it's not just the volume, but like you said, it's the clarity. Um, and so uh, you know, it's something that that uh, I think that is backed by data, but certainly also anecdotally, there's, uh, there's something there as well. Now um, that's pre COVID. So obviously now with adding in um, COVID, there's, there's a couple different things that are more timely that make this even more important. Can you talk about how voice amplification now fits in uh, in and checks a couple more boxes with, with this um, you know, with this COVID pandemic that we have? Yeah, and it, it's 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 where we are now, but it's also where we may be going in the future. And as we work with schools, um, you know, we're hearing different things, you know, from different states, even different regions within states as far as what they're doing now, what they're planning on doing 21, 22, 22, 23. Um, the reality is there's there's some level of either remote or hybrid happening in many of the classrooms in this country. And so having a voice amplification system um, actually kind of kills two birds with one stone really well. So it obviously helps the students that are in the classroom um, hear the teacher. You know, if you if you ever you go to order food or you go to a gas station or whatever it is that you, when you have a mask on, um, you know, people are it feels like you have to try to listen harder to hear that person. And, and that's where voice amplification removes that extra strain that the, the students have to, you know, have to uh, have to, to hear the teacher. So it's going to impact the students in the classroom, of course. It's going to help the teacher um, keep his or her voice. But you also have the ability to tie these voice amplification systems into your video conferencing, your remote teaching uh, platform. So whether it's, you know, Google Meet or Zoom or Teams or, you know, et cetera, you can tie the the teacher's mic for these uh, solutions into your uh, remote, you know, teaching platform as well, which what that means is not only students at home can hear or students in the class can hear better, but students at home can hear you really well too, no matter where you are in the classroom. Yeah, definitely. Um, before we talk specifics, um, can you 
just maybe give an overview of what what key pieces you you recommend for schools. I mean, what what do schools need? And we'll talk later about you know if they have pieces of this already. There's there's some some integration that can happen. But but what are the key components? I mean, no matter if whether whoever they're working with as an integrator or a, a, an ed tech provider, uh, what are the what are the key components that you think are essential for for this? Yeah, so the things you need to be aware of, um, some of them are hardware, some of them are software, some of them are actually science-based things. So hardware, you have your your speaker, right? You have your microphone. Um, when you're looking at software or content, you're looking at the platform that you're using. Um, let's say it's in a hybrid or remote environment, again, like a Zoom or a Google Meet or something like that. That you're um, that you're leveraging to to connect with those kids at home. Um, also, you know whether it's it's um, an asynchronous environment where you're recording some of the lessons and uh, putting them online for students to view later, or maybe it's an accommodation that you have um, uh, for students on an IEP, for example, where you're recording those lessons and giving them the opportunity to. Uh, to look at that content again at their own pace as many times as they need. Um, a lot of these voice amplification systems come with uh, a recording uh, mechanism too, to record your sound and the content that's on, on your computer at that time. And then I mentioned science, right? So um, there's kind of a, a good, better, best when you come to audio and voice amplification systems in the classroom. Um, there's science behind a lot of these. Um, so what I mean by science is making sure that you have the same quality of audio for the person in the front row versus the person in the back row and at home. So again, you're looking at hardware, you're looking at software, and you're you're kind of leaning on science to define um, what solutions make the most sense in your environment. And when I mean environment, that's the size of the room, that's um, the acoustics of the room, that's, you know, do you have carpet in the room? Do you have tile? You know, all those things come into play um, when you're looking at the different parts and pieces of a uh, voice amplification system. Okay. So as with many of uh, the categories of, of ed tech tools that we talk about, there's lots of good options. There are lots of of different offerings, different brands, manufacturers. Um, what give us a couple of specific examples of ones that you recommend, and maybe we'll talk about why. Yeah. So, in a lot of my recommendations, come on, come from working with schools. Um, first off, to identify solutions that fit into what I call a school budget. Um, so they're getting the best bang for their buck. They're getting really good instructional uh, technology uh, for the best price possible. And a lot of our schools have have gone with either, for example, the front row Juno solution or the audio enhancement uh, beam solution when they're looking for an all in one purpose built uh, voice amplification system. There are um, other solutions, you know, out there. We've helped schools kind of puzzle piece uh, uh, bundles together. For example, if a school already has a really good speaker system, uh, in, in a legacy speaker uh, system in the room, but they've never thought about using that for voice amplification, uh, we have microphone solutions uh, that, again, are educationally appropriate or <laughs> fit the education budget um, to uh, kind of enhance that speaker system from, you know, hey, let's not let's not just have 
a video playing nice and loud um, in our classroom, but how do we use that for voice amplification? And again, going back to the remote or hybrid environment, how do we leverage that, you know, through Zoom or, or Meet or, or Teams, et cetera? And, you know, a couple recommendations that we've had that schools um, have had success with are, you know, you have the Anywhere Cart microphone solution and the Avermedia 315, so 315 solution. Both of those can integrate into um, current legacy speaker solutions. Okay. Uh, we've, we've, you know, kind of went through a bunch real quickly there. So just as a reminder, we'll put some links in the description if you want to take a deeper dive in any of those. Um, anything you want to call out? I mean, I'm just curious myself, uh, any of the ones that you mentioned, why, why those? I mean, what, what, when you say you've worked the schools, uh, successfully with some of these, um, can you tell me like, what, what are the, what are the schools saying of why they like this particular one or why the front row Juno or audio enhancement beam is better than maybe what, you know, something else they were considering? Yeah, I think, uh, well, first off, a lot of these are, are kind of geared and built for education. Number one, um, ease of use and ease of implementation, um, you, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to, to implement a lot of these solutions. That's part of what we look at as a as an ed tech partner for some uh, manufacturers is how easy is it to take out of the box and start using and, and integrate. So I would say ease of use, uh, flexibility, the ability from move to move from space to space if needed is important. And then again, quality for the cost. Um, these solutions were very mindful. Um, it, it, again, I, I used to work for a school district and, and had um, some input on different instructional technologies that were purchased. And, and again, you're always looking for quality um, and, and, and good pricing for that quality. So those are the things, um, you know, that schools have shared and feedback around these different solutions that I mentioned. And Derek, there's a lot of other ones out there, too. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's there's ways to, to puzzle PCs things together and. And so what I've shared isn't, you know, the, the, they're not the only solutions that are out there, but they're the ones that we've received really good feedback on. Great. Well, I appreciate that, Ryan. And, and as always, we just want to kind of present some, some examples and uh, what's worked for us. If you would like to reach out to us, anybody who's listening to, to have a conversation or a consultation about what's, what's in your school or district or classroom and, recommend you're looking for recommendations we we obviously offer that service um we'll put some links into the description as i mentioned for some of the products we covered but um hopefully you were able to take something away from today um you know maybe a couple nuggets or just some key things about voice amplification because i do believe you're correct ryan and that it's important now it's probably going to get more important um it's going to come to the to front of mind as, as more and more schools return to the classroom, but you also have the hybrid component that uh, may or may not be going away for you know the foreseeable future. So I appreciate you joining us, Ryan. Um, stay tuned, everybody. Um, some of the things we're going to be talking about in upcoming episodes, um, device charging. Uh, a lot of schools invested in many, many devices, Chromebooks um, being a number one, uh, and those are being charged at home right now as students are remote. Uh, but coming back into the school, how do we handle device charging for dozens or hundreds of devices throughout the school day? Uh, there's some really uh, neat safety and sanitation products, uh, hand washing stations, uh, sanitizer, um, different 
you know, things that, again, I think is going to be necessary and needed for return to school. And there's some really education focused, schools focused solutions. Uh, esports um, is, a, is a cool topic. We've got a couple partners we work with that are that are really living uh, in this world every single day. And that's, a, for those that don't know, it's a really growing um, industry area of interest, what have you, from colleges and universities down to, to schools. So it's really a growing um a growing area of focus. So there are those some of, those are some of the things that we're going to be trying to cover in the next few episodes. Ryan, thank you again for joining today. And for those listening, we appreciate you tuning in and we look forward to talking with you again soon.